0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Compass Basketball Podcast. Today we have another exciting episode for you guys where the banter is popping off. We have a special guest for you, so stay tuned. We go over the exciting playoff picture, plus all the marquee matchups this week, and the ones that just passed. You all are going to be treated as we go over each other's fantasy teams at the end of the season. Plus, we have that legendary Ludor debate that has been going on in the group chat for the past three weeks. Stay tuned, you won't want to miss it. As always, we are proudly partnered by Amateur Hour Sports Network, so check us out on their website, as well as anything 2 Compass on our link tree in the IG bio. But first, know it all, lay down that beat one more time. Hey everyone, welcome back to another awesome episode of the 2 Compass Basketball Podcast. We have a special special guest today. Um, it's someone that, honestly, Liam, you could say we ripped out a lot. Could you say that?
1: We have ripped on him a lot, but I'm really happy to have this guest on because most of his views align with my own. So this might be a little bit of a uh, a ganging up on Dan episode, which I'm always for. <laughs> which, which
0: which is basically all the views that are against mine. Is basically your yeah, guys' views. Yeah, exactly. So. So.
1: Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, we talked to, Yeah, we yeah, have definitely ahead. ripped on Austin Affair. Oh, I just... Barry, gave it away. Gave, I just it gave it away. <laughs> but, um, we have we've had our fair share of fun with him, for sure.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we want to welcome uh, Austin Robello onto the pod. Um, we'll link his uh, all his IG stuff and contact info if you guys want to reach him down below in our description. If he if he gives us our, his blessing, but yeah, we want to introduce Austin. We're so happy to have him on the pod. Finally, get his point of view. Rightfully so, because we've been shitting on him for so long and saying some negative things basketball wise. But we also saw some good things about you too, Austin. So don't think it was only bad stuff. Um, but yeah, Austin, how are you doing? Uh, thanks for coming on.
2: I'm good. I'm good. I just want to say happy belated Mother's Day to all all the mothers out there. Yes, yeah, um, sir. Thanks, thanks for doing you. Um, thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me. I, I had to ask about 15 times, but finally making <laughs> finally making my debut at, towards towards end of the season, and uh, I'm I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to. Uh, to, to to do a little WWE tag team on Daniel and Rodriguez review, you know? <laughs> since we do share the since we do share the same uh, views in terms of fantasy and players that we like, so I'm excited. Yeah. We
0: got something yeah, for
1: sure, for the end, too.
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to uh, to, to have that uh, tag team against you I'll be like, I don't know a good like WWE reference, but whichever wrestler beat a one v two in the past, that'll probably be me. I want to say like a John Cena or something, but I can't. I can't re- uh, recall that far back. Um, you'd, but be yeah, a,
2: you'd be Eddie Guerrero.
0: Eddie <laughs> Guerrero. Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio six one nine. I'm in there. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. But we have a we have a great we have a great docket for you, Liam. That's a what was that two scoop word? Yeah, that's on the docket <laughs> on it. the docket uh, today. We have some. We have like well, as we know the NBA playoff race is heating up. Um, there's a lot of information to come at you guys. Including the, the format of the race or uh, the format of the playing games, all the teams that have essentially like three or four games left um, this week. There's only three teams, I believe, that play five, and there's a lot on the line. So, we're going to be talking about that. We'll be talking about these past games that happened the last few days um, before this, this recording, which we are recording on Monday at 8 o'clock, May 10th. So, there is some important games going on right now, like the, the Washington uh, Atlanta g- uh, game that can determine some seeding in terms of nine eight ten and also five and four with New York Knicks um so yeah we have a lot of stuff going on right now we're going to cover all that NBA plus we get into the real banter which is the um our fantasy teams I know we've done this before where we pick a player uh good and bad on each team and we praise them or shit on them so that's gonna be super exciting for you guys we also have some late late fantasy help if any of you guys are in your finals if you guys have finals this week uh we'll give you guys a a couple of players that we have of interest that could help you win that ship uh and then also we'll talk about a little bit of the raptors and what's going on with them so super excited to dive into this week's episode um uh, but you know what liam i actually didn't even give you a proper intro so liam how are you doing i didn't even ask you because we were so excited to have austin on
1: yeah i been very excited um i don't know i'm doing well i uh let some uh i'm on some liam's locks this week to celebrate like yes. what could be an exciting end of the the regular season with some games that actually matter where uh, I'm going to be releasing Liam's locks every day. I'm in the fantasy basketball finals against Dan, my arch nemesis. Yes, oh, and we're locked into a really good matchup. I just wish I had more players healthy, but uh, we're still going to grind it out. And um,
0: yeah, I I'm, on I'm on the same boat. We've had golf
1: this weekend. So uh, yeah, life's pretty good. And yeah. Austin's on I- the podcast to back me up on every point I have. <laughs> I'll
0: do my best to be fair, even though I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right, so let's jump right into it. Um, we'll start off with the we'll preview last week's games and kind of give an insight of what's happening in the playoff playoff race this week. As we all know, the NBA playoff the NBA regular season finishes on Sunday, uh, May seventeenth, and it's actually really interesting because what the NBA is doing this year. And I know they did something, and and Austin, uh, they did something in the past. You guys are both footy fans. Um, but this, this year, I don't know if you like kind of tuned in, maybe it's, it's a week, it's a week ahead. So maybe you haven't seen, but on the Sunday, all the games, all 30 teams are going to be playing, um, between the times of 1230 and three, I believe. So it's kind of like an EPL or end of like a final day. They're all playing at the same time. Right. So you don't get those, like those little dodgy stuff where a team will like throw or not bench players, depending on what the result was in a different game. So every team is playing out around the same time. How do you guys feel about that?
1: long overdue I think fine like you, you yeah, touched yeah. on it Dan they finally have like exactly dodgy stuff there's no like knowing what you need because a game's already happened like it's all mm-hmm. it's going to be you know in the moment reactions and every team's gonna have to that's still under the show is gonna have to give it I remember a f- couple years ago the the Kobe game like Kobe's last game like it was actually you know, it, supposed to be a really big game I think they're playing Denver and the, Denver
0: or Utah or, Utah Jazz.
1: Utah. Yeah, because I remember that
0: was Gordon Hayward's last game. Because okay. Utah, too. Utah yeah.
1: would have had a chance to make the playoffs, but I think Westbrook had just uh iced his MVP season with a huge yeah. winning winning uh winning bucket against um Denver. So OKC clinched their spot, and then the Utah game meant nothing. So Kobe still went off, but like it would have been nice if those games were happening at the same time and like Kobe was going off to actually like knock team out of the playoffs rather than yeah. rather than just I mean it was still awesome, but the Utah mm-hmm. had nothing to play for so i i am hoping that there's some nail biting endings to yeah i agree
2: i'm all for the i'm all for the drama and i'm not a huge fan of teams losing on purpose to manipulate playoff seeding so 100% i think it'll yeah. be i think it'll be a fun fun day hopefully hopefully we get some meaningful games and yeah past couple of days the results haven't haven't added to the drama so with the lakers winning and the jazz or the suns losing so um, yeah yesterday so hopefully we hopefully we get some drama
0: yeah and, and I, I think a lot a lot of the talk is just all over the board right just seeds 1 through 10 still haven't really been decided at all Uh, so yeah. it's going to be really it's gonna be really exciting to see I hope I hope no teams really stretch too far ahead and there's like like, USC, like you said Austin some late late drama in the regular season Um, also important to note I think this is did ha- this happen in the past before but it wasn't all nba teams so this is really interesting in that regard but also on saturday uh, i believe there's six games on saturday i could be wrong but those games are also going to be played at the same time as well so the saturday games not not all the teams are going to play but saturday and then sunday all teams are playing so that's really cool as well so i just wanted to shout that out because i'll be interesting to watch for all the you basketball fans that want to get a couple monitors up a couple tvs going at the same time watching some of the games so i'll definitely be doing that um and then, so, yeah, so speaking of the last, we have some really good games coming up this week. Um, I know right now, like I mentioned, Atlanta and uh, Washington are playing right now without Bradley Beal. And I don't know, just just games like that, that mean a lot because right now, Atlanta is in fifth place and New York is in fourth. And there's like a 9-10, or sorry, a one game difference. And that could count, obviously, for home and away games in the playoffs. Uh, also, yeah. we have like Washington, who's actually been on a really good run. They're actually ninth right now. And before they were kind of just squeaking into the 10 spot. So really interesting story there. We'll have a lot of important games, but most importantly is kind of what the game we had, I believe Friday, right? Where we had where Portland played uh, the Lakers. Is yeah. that Friday? Yeah. yeah. So you had big games like that. And those are huge because I, I can go all day on just basic standings. Like Portland's in six, Lakers are in seventh and we all know the seventh is like the, the threshold for like the playing game. So, yeah, just games like that. I don't know if you guys want to touch upon any games that you guys saw that was really, really important to these playoff races. Austin, you can go ahead with yours.
2: Sure, yeah. One game I had circled, I kind of focused my efforts on the Western Conference just because I find that more fascinating. Yeah. Um, but one game one game I circled um, kind of selfishly because I decided I'm going to bandwagon them for the playoffs is the Dallas-Memphis Dallas, Dallas Memphis Grizzlies game tomorrow night.
0: Oh, nice, yeah.
2: I think it's huge for Dallas. Um to maintain that five seed to get that I think I think Denver's kind of weak going into the playoffs they're kind of on a on a slide these past couple games I've been watching them Mm -hmm. and Dallas is Dallas is on fire even without Porzingis so yeah um, I think they're they're looking really good coming into the playoffs and if they if they can maintain that four or five matchup with uh, Denver I think I think they can make a run because I'm not I'm I'm not huge on Utah and Phoenix um, going forward I know they're they've had great seasons but um, I think if you get Luca, Luca into the playoffs, he can, uh, he can take over a series. So they're kind of a dark horse for me. Um, and then another, another storyline that I've been watching closely is the Utah Phoenix race for first place. I know, I know Phoenix had a tough loss last night against the Lakers, but, um, I think that that's huge. Cause obviously, uh, there are two franchises that haven't seen a lot of success. And mm-hmm. I think avoiding that two seed, whether you're Utah or Phoenix, uh, coming up against the possible lakers team assuming they win their first play-in game um would be critical to their success because nobody wants to go up against ad lebron um, even if they're not coming into the playoffs firing on all cylinders you want to avoid that um at all costs so um and then one last thing um i hated to see zion go out with the season ending injury
0: yeah um, that sucks
2: i was hoping the pelicans would squeak in so i could see my boys Kyra Lewis and Nikhil Alexander-Walker <laughs> make a playoff yeah. or try to make a playoff run. But, um, yeah, it sucked to see that. But, uh, yeah, those, those are the three things that jumped out at me. Uh, but that there's, there's like I said, there's so much to talk about. I kind of focused on the Western Conference there.
0: Yeah, and, and speaking of, like, the New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans, like, that was a – I think we talked about it before, too, Liam, in, in like, previous weeks the pod. Like, their schedule was, like, so, so – it was, like, really catered to them to actually – like supersede Golden State. They played Golden State three yeah. times at the time we were talking. Three times in the last like seven eight games, um, they 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 lost one and won one there. Um, they still played them uh, one more time at the, one of the last games of the season. They're playing like uh, teams like Memphis who are still sp- fighting for a spot. You're playing Dallas who's fighting for positioning. Uh, you played Charlotte yesterday. Um, so like I think with Zion being injured, what, what do you guys think? Do you think that like New Orleans cares less about? Making it into the playoff at this point, maybe just going for a lot that lottery pick because you know, like without Zion, you really have no chance in playoffs to even go for any deep run or anything like that, right? Like, what do you guys think?
1: Well, how hurt is Zion?
0: I'm pretty sure he like fractured or like he hurt his finger yeah, somehow. It's a,
1: frac-
2: <coughs> it's a fractured index finger, I believe. I don't know if it's on a he- shooting hand or not, but you know, I, I think thought- that, I think they
1: said they're shutting him down for the season. Oh well, then yeah, I'd say that probably doesn't really matter their season I'd still want to make the playoffs because I don't know you still can I don't know for a team that like we spoke about a couple weeks ago like this is a team that should want to get in based on talent level should be getting into the playoffs um even for I don't know a guy like Brandon Ingram's never been in a big game in his life really he would have Mm. uh, he would develop nicely or um that would be good for his development to actually be in a big game but um I don't know they uh like since we last spoke, Dan, you you were right. The destiny was in their hands. They had a ton of games hmm. that if they that you can beat the guys in front of you, you can make a move, but they haven't really made any moves. Like I'm looking at it and there's still a point or a game and a half back of a Spurs team that has been sliding and isn't you know, it doesn't seem like the Spurs care too much yeah. about being in that playing game either. But and yeah. the Pelicans still can't catch them, even though they should care more. So it's uh I don't know, I guess, yeah, maybe that's their excuse. I saw the General manager was it was yeah. already complaining about how the, everyone's oh, yeah, David Griffin, David yeah, Griffin getting like, the like Keeler effect
0: in the first year. Yeah, I'm
1: sure he, uh, I'm sure he will be able to find some more excuses if they miss out or yeah, say give it the classic. Oh, we weren't really trying, we're, we're focused on you know the next few years, but. I think that's
2: what's what's been uh, frustrating for me. Like I've, I wanted them like at the start of the year, like I I really like the roster with Lonzo. Um, Mm I'm not a huge blood. So fan, but Steven Adams, Ingram, Zion, even their bench, um, they have some exciting young players and they just constantly just find ways to, to disappoint. I I personally think they should, they should try to go for it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's we're in the last week here, but, um, I think Lonzo is a, a pending free agent. So um, who knows what their roster is going to look like next year. And I think uh, squeaking in, like you said, could do a lot for Ingram, Zion, um, guys like Kyra Lewis, Nikita Alexander Walker, that they're going to try and build their future around. So um, I think it, it would only do wonders for them. Um, but yeah. again, that's, that's just me. I think they've lost enough and they need to develop some winning habits. So yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. And like, I, I think uh, up, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it is confirmed as Zion, but I think is out for the rest of the season, or they're like there's bench him. Because I guess you could like tape it up and play through it. I don't know if they would do that. It's very unlikely. But I think yeah. to Austin's point, I think it's looking less likely that he is gonna play. So um yeah, I think that that's it, it is a fair question to ask. Like, what do you kind of like throw your season away and just get that lottery pick? Because this, this draft is pretty good, like we discussed before. Um, sure. it's gonna be a pretty good draft. Uh but yeah, like that experience as well is um is pretty important. But I don't know, I just man, I just like these games like like today they play Memphis Liam I know you had that game in your Liam's locks uh, mm-hmm. today um but like yeah they are a they're a nine point favorite I think John Rosh is coming back today but man that that's such a winnable game that you can against a team that's in ninth right now and I think you're only is it two two games behind one and a half two games behind right now um so man these games are really big so if I don't I, I expect them to like try in it I don't think they're gonna throw away their season. But and then you also have Golden State on the Friday as well, so very doable games. You play Dallas in between, which I mean, obviously they're expected to lose there, but I think they're very doable games that can uh, potentially get you into that that ten spot. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And there's so many scenarios like that, like um, like Austin described as well. So Liam, what are maybe you can say some of the some of the games you're looking forward to because there's there's plenty here coming this week and what we've seen before.
1: Yeah. So for me, I. I mean, since we last spoke, Dan, I've been on and well, actually, maybe not since we last spoke, but the last week. And then this week, I've been on Laker watch because I think that's the oh biggest story of
2: yeah. the Lakers
1: being in seventh. LeBron says after saying nothing the whole year when the Lakers are fine, LeBron. comes yeah, out and says, that, Yeah, uh, that was kind of games sus garbage. That's that for sure. Yeah. Playing games garbage. Why do we have to do this? And it was kind of like oh. cause, uh, Luca and Cuban came out earlier when they were down in seventh place and they were like yeah, yeah we're it was
0: convenient.
1: it's kind of like like you know I see a lot of childish behavior from teaching kids all day and then like that's something <laughs> that the kids would say like oh this sucks now that we have to do it like it's kind of yeah you know a schoolyard thing
0: yeah um, if you're I never if you're never good. put in that position they would never be complaining about yeah, it
1: exactly so, yeah um, I think that's funny. So I've been on Laker watch pretty much ever since LeBron spoke up and they've been sliding. LeBron's been out, AD was mm. kind of banged up. So I uh, I watched the the Portland game. I actually bet Port- actually this is a bad beat story from Friday night. I had <laughs> Portland covering six and a half oh. and Kuzma, I think, scored a layup with like two seconds left to make it a, a five-point game. So Portland yeah, was covering the and then lowest. Kuzma got a layup with two seconds. Um, That's so that, be, but anyways, yeah, they didn't really show much fight in that game. Um, but then I loved the game last night where, uh, AD put on an absolute show and they beat the Phoenix suns and Austin kind of mentioned it. If you know, the Lakers do get in seventh, I assume they'll win their first game. They're, they're playing game and they do get the suns. I think that was a bit of a message sender as well. And, um, if I am one of those top two seeds, uh, I would, uh, I would be a little bit scared with with the Lakers lingering as a seven seed, probably the, well, definitely the most dangerous seven seed of all time, I'd, I'd have to assume. Um, for the sure. Lakers have, they got the Knicks mm-hmm. this week. That should be a good one. Ooh, um, that's really good. They've got the Pacers who are, I mean, still battling a little bit. So at least they're, sli-
0: they're with, sliding though. They're yeah, sliding.
1: But at least yeah, it's a team yeah. with something to play for. Uh, they mm, have the Rockets yep, who sure. is the opposite of that. That, that should be a, a nice, <laughs> easy win um against a g-league team basically and uh and then they've got uh who's their last game it was another like decent oh i think it might be new orleans
0: it was a, i think that one's a rescheduled game i don't it know it is if new orleans play. yeah it
1: is yeah. new orleans it is At that last point, i think new orleans might be out of it so you never know but if it is a game new orleans needs then uh that could be good as well so i'll be on later yeah. watch i do expect them to uh probably win three of their last four, whether that's enough to catch, I think they're a game behind Portland in front of them. I hope it isn't because I do want to see the Lakers in a one game, not elimination, but, uh, you know, a one game kind of mini series against whoever it is, hopefully Golden State. But Well,
0: well, I think uh, I actually, I did want to jump in here. So the, the playoff format is a little bit different from last year in terms of the play-in games between seven and 10. So I'm kind of just going to describe to the listeners, because I'm sure uh, we know, but just for the listeners, Um, So the the first the seven and eight game the the seven seed and the eight seed play each other in the first game so that's a one game series Um, the seventeen the number seven team is at home and then number eight team is obviously away Uh, so the loser of that will play the uh, the winner of the nine ten game and then uh, so that that number that winner between the number seven seed and number eight seed will become the number seven seed. So even if the number eight seed beats the seven seed, they're the new new seven seed going into the playoffs. So that's how it works. And then the second game between the nine and 10, winner will go play the loser of the seven, eight. And then the the loser of that game is just out. And then, so then you have the game three, which is the winner between seven, eight. I mean, the loser between seven, eight and the winner between nine, 10. And then the winner of that game, just a one game series again. And um, obviously the higher seed has a home court advantage. The winner of that game will become the eight seed. So there is a scenario where Los Angeles Lakers plays Golden State Warriors in the first, as a first game, um, like a one and done. And then right now, as it stands, it would be Memphis to San Antonio. So then the, then the winners would go and play, or the winner and loser would go play and so on and so forth. So that's kind of the new playoff format, the playing uh, format now. I know last year they had 7-10, uh, 8-9. The loser has to win twice, and then the winner just wins once and goes through. So it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, it just—it's. I think it adds some excitement. I had a discussion with my brother, kind of argued to see like, is there a more of a disadvantage for like the eighth seed because you're not playing a lower seed more often? You have to play the the higher seed more, or at least yeah. once, and then the lower seed once. But I don't know. It's it's a really to me. I don't think it matters because you still have more opportunities as a higher seed to get in no matter what. Um, but yeah, it just makes it more interesting for fans, I guess, because you have like kind of that March Madness feel—the one and done. Yeah. Um, and it. and like you have and you have stories, right? Like for example, yeah. if, if the Kings somehow get in or the Pelicans get in with Zion, that's a pretty dangerous like ten or ten seed, like just you know, a bunch of young players going through. And I brought even brought up the scenario, like I don't think the Raptors are going to go through, but if the Raptors decided to make that push, man, the, the Raptors as a ten seed—that's pretty—that's pretty dangerous as well. So, um. <laughs> So I think
1: on that do
0: not eh? I don't. I don't think they're gonna make it. Like in this, <laughs> and this is gonna come on to when I when I have my, my uh when I go on my takes for the games I'm watching. But yeah, like just just having like that that difference, because like even the Washington, like the way they're playing now, if Beals healthy, they're a pretty dangerous nine seed. Like and and oh, and and especially with with the breaking news that I've recently seen. I think you might have, guys might have seen as well. But Jalen Brown is out for the rest of the season oh, with the torn yeah. ligament. So Boston yeah, yeah. is a seventeen.
1: Boston
0: really <laughs> yeah, Boston's done. So like that, even like so like stuff like that. Like in a one game series, you could eat like a, the Charlotte right now in the eight seed or Washington, who gets in the eight, seed could easily be Boston right now in a one game in a one game uh, series. So yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Uh, but yeah, so Liam, continue. I just wanted to let him know how the playing tournament uh, was going on about. But yeah, continue with what you're saying.
1: Uh, that was basically. It. I'm on Laker Watch. I also noticed that. um is it Golden State, I think, plays Memphis on the last day? And I think Golden State plays or sorry, I think Memphis might play New Orleans as well. But there's like a lot of bubble teams in the West that are playing each other still fighting it yeah. out. Yeah. Um I'm yeah, I'm just looking forward to that final day. It's almost like uh two thousand twelve Premier League when they had the <laughs> they had the Premier League trophy in a helicopter above in Manchester flying back and forth from Man City to Man United. So I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. They're not going to actually have a trophy in there, but it could be like you know, one minute one team's that's in, one trophy. minute another team's in. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Wait, and
0: Leo, can you remind us who who won it that year?
1: Could see an, uh, an Aguero buzzer beater again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Aguero, Aguero! <youngster! laughs> <laughs> that's a legendary goal. I'll never forget yeah, oh my that.
0: god, Anna! I, I remember I was I was cheering so loudly. Seeing Man City win their first title.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I yeah. Uh, was wasn't present I was actually had my own soccer game so thank god goodness I wasn't able to to watch that the pain would have been intolerable
0: well watching watching Sir Alex Ferguson clapping cluelessly around the field thinking if you was great. Yeah,
1: I've seen enough highlights of it since (laughs) that's for sure
0: um but yeah no in terms of um the games that I'm excited to watch I think a lot of it was agreeing with you guys um I I wanted to talk to that Portland Lakers game that was one that I had like marked down on my calendar and Liam I know you bet on it but man that what, what an important game that was could, to kind of differentiate the seven and six seed because the Lakers at that point were kind of I think they were the six seed but they were very like dodgy six yeah, seed like right. they were kind of they were kind they of going the, they were tied they had
1: the same exact same record. both those teams but yeah. I think
0: I, but I think the Lakers oh. were had the tiebreaker right yeah I maybe. think the Lakers had the tiebreaker so um, yeah so that was very like watching them. Like going into that game everyone knew it was huge and i think ad was just coming back from injury he was he was game time decision i believe but i think he said he was going to play um lebron was obviously out so it was a huge game and then even with ad playing uh mm-hmm. they still lost by yeah. it was a five so
2: um
0: yeah so with that that game was something i def uh, was a really good game and we have plenty of games like that coming uh this week we have um, like I mentioned tonight, we also have, we had have, like Pelicans, Grizzlies. We'll have like the Bucks, Spurs. Like even that, even though there's a big disparity between the teams, like they both have things to play for. The Bucks want to increase their seed. Um, as the, the right now, they're I believe the third, right? The third. They want to they want to push into that second seed um, to be able to play maybe an easier team. Um, you don't want to really fa- if you're the third seed, like you don't really want to play Miami right now in the second yeah, round. But- I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I would not want to. So, like. Mm-hmm like the, so these type of things that are each game is so important coming to the final shit. And I don't remember a time and this probably is because of the playing games you add in more seeds. I don't remember a time where it was like this close in a while, like oh, where definitely. things like the last week where it was so, so dicey for so many teams. And this that's why the
1: play system is just going to be so great boys. Cause now yeah. like the games are going to matter right up to the end for like a lot more teams. Plus, we basically have three game sevens that were being gifted. You don't see a ton of game sevens in NBA, but now there's no, the definitely. eight, nine, the seven, yeah. eight game, the eight or the nine ten game. And then the, the loser versus winner game is mm-hmm. three game sevens winning. You're in. Yeah, exactly. I think
2: it's definitely beneficial for the league. Like they kind of followed suit with um, what the MLB did by adding like the second wild card. And I think yeah. that for one, that that allowed a lot of teams that wouldn't have uh, been competitive to kind of compete for something meaningful. And give their fans the cheer for and then like you said, Liam, it kinda gives us that winner go home scenario that we all that we all love about sports. And I, I think it just um it makes for a great storylines.
0: Yeah, for sure. From a fan perspective, it's incredible. From a player's perspective, as we've seen it wasn't not everyone's a big fan of it. <laughs> I think but, just uh, worried
1: though. I I LeBron's like well, a big fan of course. Yeah,
0: of, of course they're worried. Like yeah. like I, I would've be worried too though if I was a player. Like you work I mean, I wouldn't even say you work so hard because a lot of the, a lot of these players are resting and don't care. Unless you're like a Westbrook,
1: unless you're like a Westbrook man, type shot.
0: <laughs> no, you know, fact though, like, like, look at Brooklyn, man. Like, how many times are you resting in the, in a game? And you tell me that you care all the time. The only per- like players like Westbrook that like put their heart and soul out every single game and don't rest, just like go full out Break records. That's
2: all he cares about.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, <laughs> but he's not. playing
0: though. But he's playing though. you you the fans are paying for a service and he's providing it. Like whether it's selfish or not. That's like kudos to him, right? Yeah, so, they are I don't mean, obviously, they
1: are yeah, and I'm,
0: exactly. And obviously, like, I'm over exaggerating, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of players are working hard throughout the season. Um, <laughs> and 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 to like to leave it in, uh, in the hands of a one game series is kind of tough, but as a fan, I fucking love it. Like, I have yeah, no well, complaints then, because
1: no, I, yeah. but then don't coast and get a top six seed, like. Yeah, Lakers sorry. have been coasting all season. Now they might have to yeah. pay the consequences. But I mean, I think,
0: la- I think the late, I think the late Lakers are just one exception. Because if you look at like every team, they're probably like where we kind of projected them to be in terms of like we we projected Memphis, uh, maybe Golden State. We like a little bit rated a little bit higher, but you can't say Golden State didn't try. They've been trying all season, and they're just this is just the way they are. San Antonio, we predict, pre- projected to be there. Pelicans mm-hmm. been super inconsistent all season, but we kind of said they're going to be in that playing game area. Uh, same as Sacramento and stuff. So, I mean, I think the Lakers are just like an exception. I think for the most part, all the teams that are there are probably meant to be there. Yep, Really. So, yeah. And then there's one more game I want to highlight, and that's the Knicks-Lakers. On I think this is on Tuesday. Uh, when is this? Yeah, Tuesday. So, tomorrow. And, um, yeah, that's going to be at 10 o'clock Eastern time, and that's going to be a, a really good game too because not only are the Knicks hot, they're fighting for a, a, the home court advantage in the East. Uh, the, with the four seed but also they're playing a Lakers team that's desperate desperate to get a win uh, at home so
1: yeah and that's gonna be a really good game and I cannot wait Julius Randall revenge game
0: he's oh there you go
1: <laughs> he's vying, he's <laughs> yeah, vying for like that looking to bury yeah. his old team that didn't believe in him
0: also quickly do you guys think Julius Randall deserves an uh, all-NBA team like first second or third
1: yeah definitely first so? definitely one of the three not first but or, yeah, yeah or I, think,
2: at least. I think first might be a stretch i'd have to go yeah. back and look at his exact stats but i yeah. mean he's pretty much put them on their back like yeah who's their second yeah. best player rj barrett i mean he's had a, he's <laughs> had a good year but by no means is he like a, a good player I, I think in terms of my my understanding at least or my thoughts so yeah. i think he's he's def- done at least to, enough to make third team for me i think, second I think so team might be a little push but Third, there's definitely.
0: so many good players this year yeah, in the nba yeah. like like lebron is like a, a second team probably i don't even, like yeah, second third team maybe so like if you put just put that in perspective like you gotta be playing really well this season just to put you in but i think Randall does deserve it i think he's gonna get like a third team as well but uh yeah no it's gonna be a really good game i cannot wait um i think there was rumors lebron was gonna be coming back for this game uh, i'm not sure if that's 100 true we'll have to see probably he's probably gonna be a game time decision but uh yeah, so that'll be an interesting game to watch for sure. Um, but yeah, no, the, just painting like playoff pictures. I know we described a lot of scenarios, but we didn't even like talk about, for example, like the Bulls trying to sneak, squeak in there. Uh, I do want to touch on the Raptors right, uh, real quick. Um, so this was, I think this quote came on the Raptors last game. Um, who did they play? I can't think off the top of my head right now. Um, I think it was the Suns, right? The Phoenix Suns. Yeah, they played Washington recently too. And yeah, Memphis they, they, was the most
2: recent. Memphis.
0: Game. Yeah. So I think this quote came after the Memphis game. And um, basically, Nick, so I think Cal Lowry, he rested Cal Lowry again, um, like he's done in the past few games very, very often. And there was a question asking, like, why, essentially, why was, why do you rest Cal Lowry or what, like, what leads you to decide whether Cal is resting? And what he said was, um, this is like, quote, like word for word, what he said. He's like, uh, how it's being determined is we, being myself, Bobby and Masai and such, uh, on such, uh, talk about who we want to play and who we want to see and who we are going to evaluate. So essentially that's basically like, we're just going to be throwing the season away and we're just going to see how our, how our team performs and every individual player and how they are. And we're going to evaluate it as such. That's, that's basically what I got from it. It's yeah, like, I mean, I, I, we're resting Larry whenever we want. We're probably tanking for a lottery pick. I mean, there's no – like, we've done basically all we could with what we've had, and we're okay. We're just going for the draft. We don't really care about this season in terms of playoff. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, they've been doing that for for quite a while now in terms of (laughs) my mind. Like, I think they would be a lot further out if guys like Paul Watson Jr. didn't have, like, breakout games every now and then when they're, like, Hmm. benching, like, every single person. Like, I think it's been – it's been pretty pretty evident to me that they mm-hmm. they kind of want i won't yeah. say tank because they i don't think it was their intention to tank like they got covid they're away from home it was a yeah. tough season but the breakouts of guys like Paul Watson, Utah Watanabe like Stanley Johnson DeAndre Benbry, kind of Gary tried to yeah, yeah exactly kind of kept, kept them afloat even though they weren't supposed to be afloat um and mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty pretty remarkable that they found themselves even in being able to snip the playoffs but yeah I, yeah I think I think it's not really uh Nick Nurse's fault I think it's been kind of written in the stars for them like from the start of the year since they were kind of out of it and I think it's a message coming from um Maasai and uh, Webster kind of saying this is our year to kind of um get that high draft pick we're kind of in a state of flux like there's going to be players coming in and out in the offseason let's just Let's just um, fold our season, I guess, and kind of see see what we have with guys like Malachi Flynn, um, like Freddie Gillespie, guys like that, where um, wouldn't have actually had a shot to um, to show what they show what they're worth. So um, I think it's been a beneficial for that. Like Malachi Flynn looks awesome, and I don't think we would have gotten to see him at all if guys like Lowry and Van Lee were playing every single game. So I think it's been good for them.
0: Yeah, and 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 just to put a little bit in perspective for Liam, I, I pass it over to you, but like. Um, so the last, I think, top five pick that the Raptors actually had was back in um, 2011 draft, where they drafted Jonas Valanciunas as the fifth pick. So that's like a that's a long time, I believe. Like unless yeah. I'm missing someone, that's a long time before since you got the top five pick. So and they're if they, if they
1: was not was Bennett a Raptors pick or a T Wolves pick? No, no was he, he, Cass, was pick. Pick. he was a Cleveland. He's a Cavs pick. He was a Cavs pick. pick, and they yeah. traded him for Wiggins. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> so, he ended up on the Raptors for a bit too, right?
0: Yeah, he was like on there, yeah. But they, they, I think he was like off waivers or something. It wasn't even like yeah. a
1: trade or anything really.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, so like just to kind of put you like the Raptors haven't been here in a, such a long time in terms of a lottery pick, and that's what they're essentially playing for, I guess, in terms of resting players, is that lottery pick. Um even if you get like we talked about even if you get top ten this year, it's pretty good. Like I think the top eight players are really good. Um if you count some of the G League guys and the guys coming from you college they can maybe draft your boy, Corey Kispert. Corey Kispert, yeah. I'm, I'm looking more of a Davion Mitchell. Give me Lowry 2.0. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, it's just, it's just like, it's exciting, I guess, in a way, to be a Raptors fan. I know they, in 2016 they drafted, I believe, Jacopoto, and that was, like, a, a, a nine. So, like, they've they've had top ten picks, but nothing, um, nothing like, really big, like, it was, like, at the time that Jonas Valanciunas picked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's pretty exciting. I see why they would do it, Austin, awesome to what you said. But it wasn't really evident in terms of what they were saying at all in the media until, I guess, this quote in my eyes. Um, so yeah. that's why I was kind of wanted to bring it out. But yeah, I think ever since that trade deadline, like whole Larry thing, um, I think after that, they kind of just like, OK, we're going to like slowly shut down Larry probably and just maybe preserve him for the offseason as he's playing. He's basically going to be a free agent and he's going to be going for that money as much as he can. Right. So, Liam, what are your thoughts on, on the Raptors? And Larry and resting and stuff like that.
1: Uh, to be honest, like I understand that you're saying, like, I don't know, their time's probably done, but I kind of wanted, I was hoping they would give it a bit more of a fight because mm-hmm. I did want to see them at least try and squeak into a 9 a 10 game, you know, play a, a single knockout, give it their all. Seems like they're going down with a bit more of a whimper rather than, uh, yeah. you know, going down with a fight, which. I don't know. Toronto Raptors have had a lot of fight over the past few seasons. Maybe they're tired out a bit, but I, uh, I thought, you know, the heart of a champion wouldn't uh, die out yeah. like this, as, as quickly. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, and, and
0: I, and I guess like I don't, as a Raptors fan, uh, Austin, how do you like feel about it? Like for me, I don't, I personally don't really care. Like the, the the season as a whole, like I don't personally care too much because I think the Raptors just from the jump, has so much stuff like stacked against them, like playing in Tampa. Every home game is basically gonna be like an away game because you're gonna there are some Raptors fans out there in Florida, but like you're not gonna have majority of the of the arena basically uh rooting for you, right? Like you're not playing in Canada. Yeah for sure. So <laughs> I think that this this from the this from the jump was kind of just already um the Raptors are playing with like a hand like um I guess wounded in a way. Like what do what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to see this core have one last go, as Liam said. But I think it was—it's a smart um, business move on their part. It's Something that my fantasy franchise can learn from to not to not push for <laughs> to not push for playoffs. When even if you make playoffs, you're kind of you're kind of doomed. Like, I don't see any way the Raptors are even going to compete against the likes of like the 76 Sixers, the Nets, um, or the mm-hmm. Bucs for that matter, or even Miami, the Hawks, or the Knicks. Maybe yeah. the Hawks and Knicks, but um, like I, I just don't think their rosters that good this year. I mean, they, they, they have had, they have had their runs, but in terms of actually having their starting five together and kind of gelling, I think, I think that's a crucial yeah. part to playoff success. And I don't think, I don't think it's something they're just going to flick the switch on and play like. I don't think you're going to win too many series with Ken Birch as your starting center to 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 be honest, especially <laughs> when you're going to play. Especially when you're going to go up against Joel Embiid in your first matchup, more more than likely, as as if you came in as the tenth or the ninth seed. So, I think Embiid would just have his way because his nemesis, Mark Gasol, is not on the Raptors anymore. But yeah, yeah the long story short, I, I it's kind of frustrating because obviously you like to have a team um, that you're rooting for in the playoffs, and we've we've kind of been spoiled recently with the Raptors, but. Um I think it's it's a it's a crucial part of their success. To, again, not even not even for the draft pick, but to see what you have and in guys like yeah. Malachi Flynn I think has been huge because we would have gone into next season not even knowing what he is or um what he what he can do out there. So for me that yeah. that's a, that's one of the biggest wins of the season, um, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I and I and just to add to what you said, Oscar, I did have to adjust it, but I did I did think the Raptors were gonna be a, a top team. I guess I didn't over underrate the fact that they were gonna the maybe the playing away wasn't gonna be that big of a deal. Um, seeing how things opened up more, people were letting in fans into the arenas and the exhaustion probably it's like on the players. Um, maybe I underrated that a lot because I did think Liam, we had our bet on the, the Nets and the Raptors. I said the Raptors are gonna be better. And this was before Harden. So let's let's just put that out there. But I did think the Raptors were gonna be better than the Nets this season. And um yeah, and it just didn't work out. Um, I completely underestimated all the outstanding factors. I thought Aaron Baines would be a lot better than he was. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> He's not at all. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then the the Lowell Lowry resting thing um, definitely affected them too. So, yeah, they, I think they went, like, there was like a, a time where they went, like, on a 10, or was it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9 game losing streak.
2: Yeah, I think it was around the time they all got COVID. Like all their key key cogs got COVID, and then obviously it takes time to recover from COVID. I think that was the TSN turning point of their season.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: When they got COVID, so
0: lots of
2: excuses, but
0: yeah. So yeah, so so that you know, it's a it's a washed up season, but hey, we can. And Liam, how about you from an outsider's perspective? Because you're not a a Raptors fan really a
1: Raptor fan. Uh, really is even your favorite like team, Liam. Are you still a T-Wolves fan? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not so <laughs> passionate about yeah. them. they haven't really given yeah. me much to be passionate about, but if I were to pick an NBA team that's, say, my favorite, I would pick the T-Wolves. Yeah. He's
0: like, it's like one of those, like, it's, he's like, a, really. it's like an open, it's an open relationship between the yeah, T-Wolves exactly. and the Yeah, exactly.
1: you know, it's a bit of mutual interest, but I'm not feeling much from them, so. I, uh, <laughs> cast gazes out elsewhere at, at times. It's like
0: uh, it's eye. like <laughs> it's like that. It's like that meme with the guy uh, and yeah. the girl. They're like walking together, and they see someone walk by, and then the guy turns around. Yeah,
1: it's like, that's, that's so like the any other NBA
0: team? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, God, yeah. But how does it? How does a Raptors look like in uh, from a non-biased standpoint, Liam? Or um, someone not not Yeah, no. Uh,
1: like I said, I I don't I uh, I. I was hoping they would fight a little harder um but you guys said it well you guys have been spoiled a little bit with uh, the championship when i mean it really was pretty an un- pretty unexpected championship i think right like it's not like you guys went into that season really being like this is champion like
2: this I is the season it. that
1: we're guaranteed to win it like uh it was yeah, kind of we, still we didn't have call then, right yeah, yeah but it like i wouldn't say you guys were like you know maybe like in the way that the Toronto Maple Leafs are now, like now the Leafs are like, oh yeah, it's championship or bust. Like this is the time, and the Leafs always disappoint. Mm-hmm. I felt like the Raptors, Raptors championship was more of a like over, uh, over exceeding expectations rather than, um, you know, yeah, for sure, living up to uh, like already high expectations. I felt like they were maybe like a like a sleeper title contender that that won it. Um, mm-hmm. So a little spoiled with that. I would have liked them see to go to like to see them go down to the fight, but um, I don't know. Championship championship window came. You guys made the most of it, and now it's gone. So not a lot of teams do make the most of their championship windows, and you guys did. So it's I don't know. It's as simple as that. True. Very true.
0: Uh, yeah. So I guess to round out the the playoff picture, um, the Raptors looking like they're out, like we mentioned. chicago's still in there, but Barely. Still, they're barely faltering as well. I'm um, not making the most of their chances, but we do have a surprise in Charlotte. LaMelo's back. Um, They're going to have some fun games this week. They're fighting for that. They could even sneak into that seven spot. Uh, They're only two games behind Boston. We mentioned, unfortunately, Jalen Brown's out for the season. So we'll see how they do in their last few games. Um, But yeah, there's so many, there's so many storylines coming this week. And I we can't even like talk about all of them. Cause we're going to yeah. literally last like five, four or five hours on the pod. but. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, like like you guys said. I think Liam has his eyes on the Lakers. You had your eyes on Dallas. I would say uh, Austin. I would say for me, my eyes will probably be, my eyes will probably be on, uh, probably either Washington, or just just to yeah, see how the, yeah, just to see if the because the whole Beal thing. I would like to see, um, and also, I would like to see, um, and I'm mm-hmm. also in the Laker Lakers watch with you, Liam, and uh, to see how that pans out. That's an interesting storyline for sure. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I cannot wait to watch it. We'll cover everything uh, as much as we can next week. And we're going to have another special guest next week as well. Uh, but I'll leave I'll leave that uh, surprise for you guys. So um, we'll move on now to... You're some... not back next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have you back. We'll have you back for uh, maybe some some postseason uh, look back at the fantasy yeah, season. Yeah, I was, I
2: was yeah. just kidding. I was just kidding.
0: No, no, but we actually want you to for the fantasy, the fantasy pod. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. We the want the ba- banter. We want the banter. We we'll get on to here as well. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, so now we'll move on to some fancy basketball, which is why we brought Austin on the pod. Not that he's good at it, but because yeah. he, was, he has some hot takes.
1: He always has a take uh, ready.
0: Yeah, he always has a take ready. <laughs> I mean, I
2: mean, this is where I thrive the, the, <laughs> the waiver pickup. So this is this is my this is my uh this is my career. area of expertise.
0: Okay. Okay. Got you. All right, so we we had the segment before uh, where we did it for Liam Andres and I's team. Um basically where we pick a player, we have a name day. We have to call it a name because I feel like this is very unique to two compass because we just love making fun of each other and we hate giving each other compliments. So we gotta pick a player from each fantasy team. Um pick two players, sorry. One that's we're gonna praise and we have to do it uh regretfully because we do not like doing that, and then the other one we just shit on, which is something we love to do. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other, then the second one is we're going to shit on them, which is something we love to do. So I think we mentioned Austin's team before in the past. So Austin's team, it was really hard to sh- find a player to shit on, not because they're all good, but because they're all bad. So it was really hard to pick just one, but <laughs> I think we managed to do so. Uh, and then I have to admit, Liam's team is pretty nice, so it was really hard to pick one. I'll give you compliments, Liam. It was really hard to pick one. Um, but, yeah, so we'll get who – do, who, do, who wants to start off here? I think Austin, we'll give the guest, we'll give the guest. Um, so how did we do it last time? I think we did it, does one person give their bad and good? Or do we do, like, everyone just picks their good?
2: And then I think you we picked one way. player, one team to go yeah. out first. So like, if we I picked own, my... Liam and I would. would right, right, okay. So
0: who, okay well, then, then we'll save Austin's for last, because that's a juicy <laughs> one. We'll save okay. Austin's for last. And then we'll do, we could do mine first. So what
1: yeah, you guys I'll do can get? Because I, I we'll had do... some... Some, some bullets in the chamber. So, <laughs> what uh, one in the do chamber? you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I, I I think we give the, the listeners a, a treat, Austin, and let you go off. Your, your <laughs> debut, you uh you got the floor, man.
0: Yeah, so you you All guys right. could do 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 one bad one or for do the bad ones first or the good ones first, whatever you want. Let's, let's you give them credit
1: way. first and then just tear them down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So,
0: if, uh, um, if if then, uh, I was gonna, okay, just one one thing before if um If uh, who's gonna say if if Dort is not in my in your praise, and I don't want to hear it,
1: (laughs) we got a whole new new section for Dort. (laughs) Doesn't even belong in this section. He's got his whole. whole I wonder if if only he knew the amount of conflict he's caused in our. Yeah. I sometimes wonder that too. Just like a like a random NBA player like Lou Dort or like like just yeah, like the amount of arguments over a guy like Lou Dort are, are. group chat like there's no way anywhere else in the world Lou Dort's being argued about exactly. That's what I <laughs> nobody <laughs>
2: That's nobody criticizes his game more than us we're all new Dort experts so yeah all, <laughs> all, <But> yeah. <laughs> all right so sorry I'll, go um, ahead go ahead i'll kick it off um i had a pretty thorough so i'll, I'll just start off by saying i kind of even the, on the shit on side i kind of strayed away from guys you just picked up to kind of win the playoffs
0: for sure. um, yeah. so i
2: kind of i kind of kept it my analysis to your core players um so i'll start by praising um i'm not a huge fan of a lot of your good players to be honest um or guys <laughs> that you would guys that you would like t- traditionally considered good
0: um but that, <laughs> what does that, so that what guys, does that even mean <laughs> what does that even mean well
2: Good, like good in terms of like making all-star teams and stuff like that from a okay. fantasy perspective, um, okay. which I'll, I'll get okay. into in my shit on. Um, but okay. one guy that <laughs> I, I love on your team is Karl-Anthony Towns. Of course. Uh, especially since the coaching change with, I, I believe, their new coach is Chris Finch. Uh, since yeah, on yeah. From Ryan from Saunders. Sanders. Yeah. Um, his stats are looking more and more like Nikola Jokic to me. He's passing the ball a lot more. He's becoming a lot more efficient. Um, I love that about his game. Um, and then I, I kind of have a 1A and a 1B. So Carl Anthony Towns, I love the fact that he's adding the assist to his game, which is a, a unique stat and hard to find uh, anywhere yet yet alone with a center. Um, but another guy I love on your team is Mikkel Bridges. Um, I've tried to sure. swindle swindle him off of you a couple of times. He
0: did in the um, season, yeah.
2: I'm a huge fan of his game. I love him at Villanova. Um, shoots the three well, shooting over. I think he's shooting around like 54% on the year. Um, does a little bit of everything, and he's he's averaging over a triple one, I believe. So those are mm-hmm. those are things I, I try to look for. Um, I don't have very many of the triple ones on my team, but that's that's a huge <laughs> that's. And for those of the listeners that don't know what that is, that's yeah. players that average over a three over a steal and over a block a game. Um, those are obviously stats that are hard to find. So um, that's I, those are things I look for because I don't have very many star star players on my team, and I don't think I'll have very many <laughs> in the future um so th- those are those are small areas
1: that i try to try to, to, to get a leg up on the competition So austin has Austin looks for the other triple ones he's got guys who average 1.1 1. 1 rebound yeah. that he cycles through
0: oh so i oh, sorry i actually love your analysis thank you i appreciate it but like it was so sad and he's like i don't have that many superstar players on my team and i probably won't in the future
2: well, once once we go through our, our <laughs> rosters, we didn't. Um, oh, we didn't we didn't list out who's on everyone's roster. Do you want to do that or yeah? we'll or do,
0: we'll do over that? We, could, we could we could do mine, and then every time we ter- we take a turn on someone's team. Um,
2: okay, I'll um oh. I'll read through yours. Given yeah, that, just go for through. it. Um, so those are the two players I liked on your team. Uh, super high on both of them. Uh, but I'll go through your roster now. So you have. Uh, two guys on the IR and Lou Dort and Victor Oladipo. Uh, <laughs> then you have D'Angelo Russell, Kevin Porter Jr., Devin Booker, Kyle Anderson, which I found funny because you 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 ripped on him the last time. Uh, Jason Tatum, <laughs> yeah. Isaiah Stewart, Carl Anthony Towns, Kale Bridges, Faku Campazzo, Kenyon Martin Jr., Ben Simmons, Harrison Barnes, Barnesy, and uh, Mo Bamba.
0: <laughs> we go Barnesy. Yeah, yeah I like, guess. Right. should I yeah, give man. you uh,
1: some praise now, Dan?
0: Yeah, go for it. I would love, yeah. I would love for you to give me some praise.
1: So Austin kind of nailed some of the some of the bigger guys, and I actually gave Bridges praise earlier in the season. I'm a, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of his as well. But so what surprised me from you lately, Dan, is you know usually a Dan fantasy pickup is like a big name, like a flashy, you know, guy that's like uh like for example, Kevin Porter was a good pickup, but like that's such a Dan pickup, like a guy who's you know, explode for a game yeah. so often. And then, and then, you know, Not just a off. game, <laughs>
0: multiple games. But, yeah. uh, That's
1: but awesome. I actually think during this final stretch, Dan, because I've been monitoring your monitoring your pickups closely, obviously. I think you've had three <laughs> really strong pickups that are really against the Dan norm. You have picked up Mo Bamba, who's kind of coming into his own late season with nothing on the line, putting up some big mm-hmm. numbers. Kenyon Martin, who's, you know, the standout player on the on the Rockets basically these days with all their injuries and they're playing no one. He's putting up, putting up points, and uh, and Faku Campatso I like as well. Facundo, with I, yes. I must admit I was I was shocked when uh, I saw him on your roster. He's, like, <laughs> he's a guy I would, uh, yeah, I would roster. Yeah, that I is loved.
0: an awesome that is an awesome pick. I didn't Back think on.
1: Dan had in him to to be on the lookout for these guys, and you know actually make smart pickups. So I got to give him credit for those three.
0: All right, respects, uh, respects. the other yeah.
1: the one because those are kind of recent pickups the permanent fixture that i've noticed you've had for a little while that i have uh, been a little jealous of is uh isaiah stewart and yeah when you first picked him up i was kind of like ah, oh, whatever but i think he's actually you know with with plumley sitting out a lot a lot of these games down this well, year. Uh, he, he has <laughs> been a pretty good pickup for you and uh yeah i don't know if he's a keeper like he's I mean, you got a few other good players
0: that I have. A, I have a lot of keepers, Liam, So he's going to be going to be, right be pl-
1: Plum Dogs' backup again next year. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I <wouldn't laughs> only stays, he stays, he he literally might be this, his backup still. So I don't know if you should be too yeah. high on him, but I think it's uh, it's been worth the, the cheeky little pickup for you, there. Fair, fair. Yeah, I
0: know. I know. Honestly, there there was. And I'm going to be straight with you. There was times where I was debating pickup Isaiah uh, dropping Isaiah Stewart and like for a pickup just because I needed an extra player of the week to win, but. I reluctantly did so because I knew, I knew it. There's something in the back of my mind was like, if I drop Isaiah Stewart, Liam's going to be swooping in as soon as he can to pick him up. I think yeah, Austin, I was, like got I there was
2: before. waiting, I was waiting for you to, Austin drop got there before yeah. me probably. Yeah. So,
0: so I haven't, I, I did not drop him because I knew he was going to be picked up as soon as I drop him. So, and it's paid off because I went on my win streak at the end. So I didn't really need to, um, luckily, but, uh, yeah. So that, yeah, that's someone I definitely kept an eye on. All right, All right, so we can we can we can end it there. We can end it there. We'll go on someone else's team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got the loving over with. Now it's time for the hate. All right, we're All right. going
2: on to the hate now. Um, I guess I'll <laughs> go just to kind of alternate. Um, so <coughs> this was qu- hard to pick just one guy because there's a lot of guys I'm not a huge fan of on the <laughs> roster. Um, L- Lou Dort is the most obvious one, and I'll I'll I, I won't I uh, won't um, section him out because we have a whole section on him later and I think I think I've done enough shitting on him over the over the past couple of weeks um but one guy that I absolutely hate on your roster is D'Angelo Russell I think he's <laughs> one <of the> most, <laughs> I think he's one of the most overrated players in the NBA and he's lost every single place he's gone and I wasn't a huge fan of him in college either um I just think he's severely overrated um just even just looking at his stats like I don't think he's Above average at anything, maybe maybe three pointers made, but that's because he takes like forty shots a game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. And I one thing I like to do, um, I as you're probably aware, Dan, I, I like to look up ratings on Basketball Monster. Yes. Um, per game value, um, and I, I just like to see the names the names of guys around him for the season. So <laughs> he's hundred he's 114 um, on the season, ranked 114th. Um, which is just which is pretty poor for a guy of a of a name, name brand name value as him. Um, mm-hmm. So the guys around him: Jordan Clarkson is one fifteen, um, Danilo Gallinari one seventeen, Kevin Herders ranked higher than him, Kendrick Nunn's ranked higher than him, and those are all guys that have played a good chunk of games. And that just goes to show you, like he's he's severely overrated. Like I, I can't say that enough. He's just um, well, he, he's one be, of those in, players that, that you always praise. And I'm just like, what do you see in him? In, in,
0: in his defense and DeAndre Russell's defense he has been injured a good chunk of games too which probably decreases value and but he was is, playing this is
2: per game value yeah not okay and team. and, and, games, and, and also okay fair, fair
0: fair, And but also and also he's been playing a good chunk of the games without Carl Anthony Towns too which when you're not playing it with other good people it's what, what what can you do really like your next best player is Anthony Edwards and he's a rookie so there's only so much fair, you can do
2: some players play without great players and still find ways to, to But he, I'm not
0: like I'm not I'm not saying he's a top 10 NBA player but I, I don't think like with what he had around him I don't think it would really help he's like for backward. example you should
2: make the players around him better and he doesn't
0: like, like well down. like for example I mean I'll give you an example like when he was in Brooklyn like you said he never had a winning season but when he was in Brooklyn he, that was probably one of his best seasons of his career I think he, I'm pretty sure he did he make an all-star game that year or he was up for like all-star I'm not sure um, yeah, he but made he, an All
2: Star team because he's a big name. He's not a he's not a good player. So.
0: He was a re- th- but that year in Brooklyn, he was really good. Like he was really good, and he led them to a play to to the play into the playoffs. That was a year when they had like the bench mob. They were all dancing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they were incredible in team Yeah, and that was and that was because of D'Angelo Russell.
1: His best he's still season a was player. leading like a kind of crappy team into like a seven seed. Right? Yeah, he's still. I mean, but it's it's still a
0: it's, like, it's still like I mean, what can you do with the team they had? The second best player was like Karis Levert. So,
2: But, I mean, they, they have a whole team of players like that, so that's what their issue is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I just didn't think he had, like, a fair – he hasn't really had a fair shake anywhere he's really gone, to be honest. He's just just he shake, was shake. very
2: vocal his whole time, how he wants to play with Carl Anthony Towns, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah, Like and I agree. N- now they have to make it absolutely work. absolutely nothing to warrant Minnesota I mortgaging the future to get it. I, I think that's – Yeah, that's there's just still the time, though. Here. We better yeah, keep just, that
1: pick I'm just then. not a big fan of him. Yeah. We, be- we it, better not be- We better have a top three pick so that we get to keep it, or else that's just looking garbage. I, I mean,
0: honestly, I think I think there's still time with him. Like, I I, the, I I totally agree that he's been very underwhelming, but he's he is only 25 in his first year with Anthony Towns, and they and it's like a COVID year where ca- had COVID and he's been injured. So I don't I don't know what the stat is in terms of how many games he played with each other, but it's not that many. It's I can like imagine.
2: 38, 38
0: games together, like with with Towns.
1: Oh, with Towns. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure on that. I'd have yeah, to, like that's yeah, probably so. even less, right? So I don't even know if having Towns would help him in fantasy, though, because he's basically just... I mean, younger. he'd get like, less shots, volume points. Yeah, but he, he but, but, Towns, but he also... He'd get a couple more assists. But, but
0: he, he'd also get... He'd have more floor spacing. He had more room to actually do stuff because players are not going to be like crowding around him and yeah. they'll be just defending crowds Towns, right? I mean, I totally... Like, I honestly agree with you, Austin, for the most part. Like, I, I was a big... Yeah, like, I love D'Lo... Majorly because I had like had the three best friends d D'Lo, Devin Booker, and Anthony Towns, and I wanted to trade my teammate. <laughs> is how dance uh, structures, his fantasy.
1: I, I yeah. you.
0: Um, but no, but like I, I did, I did rate him very highly when I did trade him um, from Dev, and I uh, like I, at that point I, did, I definitely did. Now I definitely got a little bit low on him after what I've seen the injury, the injuries and stuff. Um, but like he's the type of player that you can't really like. I'm not gonna drop him, right? so no you can't um, drop him
2: that's what i mean like, he's a big and, name player where if you drop them someone would soup him up right away but in my yeah. mind he's he's just not a good fantasy player like, yeah
0: this year he hasn't been great i agree i totally agree all right all well right. we agree on we, we kind of agree on that so i can't really argue but in terms of being a losing player i don't agree with that one i don't agree but yeah, go, ahead, go, ahead.
1: Losing player.
0: go ahead go ahead go ahead liam
1: so oh, I'm so glad that Austin brought Basketball Monster into it because, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, Austin, if you look if you look up just a little bit from spot number 114, just barely ahead of him in the Basketball Monster uh, <laughs> per game rankings, we see one of Dan's favorites, the guy he's bragging about all the time, Ben Simmons, 108th ranked player on the season. Best defender in the NBA. He yeah. is
0: one of the best defenders in the NBA, no cap. He's just just
1: just misses out on beating out the likes of fantasy superstars Dorian Finney-Smith, Bobby Portis, Nick Batum, <laughs> Jeremy Lamb, Thaddeus Young, behind all those guys. Just guess, who's, guess who's ranked higher than him, Dan. Plumley and total are ranked ahead the, of him. The, the Plum Dog Millionaire. The plum <laughs> dog millionaire the so uh, he's he's delivering ninth round value. Just squeaks into ninth round value on the season in, uh, in standard twelve uh, cat leagues. So uh, yeah, I don't know. You were, you've been high on Ben Simmons. I was also high on Ben Simmons last season. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, inquiring about his availability and trades,
2: but and and, you. Uh, you
1: weren't budging. You were, you were really strong on him. And I just wanted to let you know that uh, he's been really bad this season and that, um, yeah, I mean, you keep saying, or oh, just wait till he gets a shot, but I think that's, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't be waiting around, you know, hanging my hat on that one. So I think Ben Simmons has yeah. been really poor. And late, even lately, like, it's not just his stats over the course of the season. Like, I don't know, lately he's been he's been pretty bad as well. 6.9 assists only. I expected to be, him to be up near 10 this season. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, you you, you kind of need him
1: to average close to 10 because
2: he killed yeah. you in
1: so many other categories, right? So his free yeah. throw Z score, negative 2.93 is just a <laughs> – just a dagger. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, I I can't wait. I
2: can't wait till the off season when Instagram posts a picture of Ben Simmons working on his three point game and Dan getting absolutely hyped again. Oh, this is gonna be the year. He's gonna average over three a game. Awesome, awesome.
0: That's my awesome. That's my favorite time of the year. Don't take it away from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't take that away from me. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, Ben Simmons. Uh. Also, I hesitate. I wasn't gonna say this because I like that you're doing it because I do believe it's helping me have a chance to win this matchup, but. The fact you're still rostering Harrison Barnes when he's been hurt for like six games in a row and a oh. fantasy final, I don't know what you're yeah. doing with that dude.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, he played. He played for me when I because I had some tough matchups um, leading up to it. Like I, I wasn't seated like the highest. I think uh, I was like what fourth or fifth or something like that. Um, I forgot for sure. where I, where I was seated. Was I six? I don't remember. Yep. Yeah, um so- But I I did have to play. Like I had to play Rapsky, who was one of the best players in fantasy this this year. So I had to, and like I think I played who would play after I played um who did i play last round it wasn't no you uh, played pepper.
1: you played matt pepper oh, I played pepper. Matt, matt pepper.
0: so like i mean i did play like
1: about that one
0: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, i didn't know he wasn't gonna pay attention for some of it but i did have to play some some players are pretty good so i that's why i picked up harrison barnes he played like three three or four really good games for me in like the end of april and then he got injured and i'm like oh shoot i should hang on to him uh but yeah it didn't really work out he's still injured He was he's like this is what i hate about fan track so like,
1: coming back though yeah
0: he, he was game he was a game time decision for at least like two of them three yeah. or two of the three games so i'm like yeah so i just kept to hold on to him but yeah um probably like i mean at this point it doesn't really matter because we have like four days left five days left so we'll see what happens but
1: yeah um, but yeah i don't know what do you think of uh, ben sims i'd be interesting to see how how you feel about his season it's been surely you must admit it's been pretty underwhelming yeah
0: it's been underwhelming for sure um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like sit here and defend him um i think like i think fantasy wise he's been underwhelming but like i've watched him 76 oh yeah real life him. he's a great defender he, he's a great he's a great he's a great player right yeah um, but yeah fantasy wise purple, uh strictly fantasy wise um he's been very underwhelming i think part in it part of it was also like the the surge of mb this year as well um Maybe he had to take a little step back in terms of the offensive workload because maybe just been a monster, um, new coach yeah. and stuff like that too. Um, and then, like you said, like he's a, a spectacular one of the best defenders in the league. But like that won't show in terms of fantasy other than in steals. Um, yeah. So,
2: I mean, I yeah. think I think them having um, Seth Curry has had a big impact on his game because yeah. previously who, who was their shooting guard last year like Matisse Thibault and um, like JJ Redick. It was it was, was, John, it, was it was Richardson he was hurt all year, wasn't he? Josh Richardson was hurt for a large portion of the year. Yeah. Last year? I remember they were they were running out with, like, Furkan Korkmaz as their shooting guard and stuff. And yeah, I just yeah. think I think Seth Curry has taken the ball Jake the a lot more, which is – But, which, hey, um, it's, yeah. it's due to – It's, it's worked out success, well for the 76ers, right? yeah. for sure. But in terms of his fantasy value, it's it's definitely yeah. gone
0: down. Yeah, for sure. Well, I could only – like you said, I can only hope for that, that three-point video to hit me up again. And uh, we'll see. What's, we'll take it about. from there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no I I agree with you. He's been under I can't defend him. He's been underwhelming, but you got to with a player like Ben Simmons you got to you got to hang on to him, right? Yeah,
1: you can't drop him. Of course, yeah. <laughs> like these guys that were chirping, they're not guys you just drop, really.
0: They're yeah. no for right. sure.
1: No. <laughs> Underperformers.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So, but uh, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have some ammo for that too, so don't worry. Um okay, so who's the? We'll say we're saying we're gonna leave Austin's for last. So I guess Liam, you're up next. All right. Uh, all right, so I think Austin, because you're the honored guest, um we'll go ahead and let you do the first the honors again. You can describe uh or not describe, but so you so can the
2: On read off team. So in his IR okay. spots, he has uh John Wall and Gordon Hayward, both both of my ex players.
0: Um, okay, wait. Can we, also, can we also preface this with also Liam always always burning Austin in every trade he's ever done with them and just stealing quality players? But continue, continue.
2: Eric White, uh, Steph Curry, who's also my ex player, TJ <laughs> McConnell, Bogdan Bogdanovich, who's also my ex player. We're yeah. setting a theme here, uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Chris Middleton uh Jakob Pertle, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, Christian Wood, Delon Wright, Miles Bridges, who I kept last year, uh, Rashawn Holmes and Bam Adebayo. Um uh, it's a pretty solid roster all around, I must say. I'm I'm am yeah. a much bigger fan of his roster than than Dan's. He has a lot more of my type of players,
0: for sure. So um, if you guys if if you guys think like wow Austin and Liam did a lot of dealings together. I'm sure Austin got some players in return.
2: Just wait. <laughs> just, just, just wait. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> just
0: wait. <laughs> oh sorry, Austin. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, so like I said, there was quite a bit here um that I liked. Um one one guy that I'll he's one of your bigger name players, uh, but one guy I'm a huge fan of, and I would I would do some some pretty pretty crazy things to get him on my team. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Liam, Liam n- name n- name the price, and I'll do it. Um, so this guy's a fan out of bio, uh, huge fan. Oh, of yeah. Him. I've yeah. like loved him ever since um, his days with John Calipari. Um, he's de- developed into a great great scorer, which I never really thought he would. Um, but he's averaging nine boards, five point three assists. Again, similar to Carlin Anthony Towns, gets you those assists from a center, which is obviously great to have. Um, mm-hmm. Super efficient. from the field, 80% from the line, which again is is tough to find in a center. Um, And then obviously he's one of the best defenders um, for his position in the NBA. So um, not much more to say there, just all around great player and uh, a superstar.
0: For sure. No, I agree. I think I shouted out Bam uh, last time we did this too. So I definitely agree with you there. Um, My huge shout out, because I did Bam last time, I won't do it this time. Um, But mine is obviously... Steph Curry. The reason why I wanted to highlight him, and I didn't want to give a shadow, and it said in the beginning that Liam did have a really good team, and I, I do believe that there are some people I could have shouted. Like as much as I hated Rashawn Holmes in the beginning because Liam would only talk about Rashawn Holmes, like every example he could have could have got for like a, a pickup. But Rashawn Holmes doing well. Like Bam, we mentioned before. Um, Christian Wood, obviously, we mentioned before. Um, Chris Middleton's super solid. Anthony Davis, a bit of disappointment, but he's Anthony yeah. Davis, so. You can't really say Bogdan. anything about that.
2: My point. Bogdan's, Bogdan's a good no, pickup.
0: Man. I had him briefly for a, a minute, and then he had two faltering games. Like, hey, okay, I needed to drop him for a matchup. And then, yeah, and then Steph Curry. So, Steph Curry is my huge shout-out. I did have uh, an inter- a couple of interesting facts about Steph Curry this season. That's why I want to shout him out as well. I also love him, but it's mostly he was challenging. I don't know if you guys – a lot of people not keeping track of this, but he was challenging Bradley Beal for the scoring title this year, and they both highlighted that they both wanted to go at it. They want to go after and get it. Uh, unfortunately, Bradley Beal did get injured, so he's probably going to miss the last three games of the regular season. So I think Steph Curry is like about uh, – I think he was about 40 points. And then – or Bradley Beal dropped like a 40-piece, I think, a couple of day, couple of nights ago, and he was only 40 points behind Steph Curry. But then Steph Curry dropped like a 20 – like a 30 or something to put him ahead. Um, but I think Steph Curry is running away with that one right now because Bradley Beale is going to be um, injured. So I think Steph Curry is going to win the scoring title this year. Um so that's that's another shout out to Liam for having Steph Curry on his team and probably helped him a lot in points because he was just shooting the lights out um this season. Uh so I think he was just a huge part. And I think also we had this argument with Andres and you Liam that or mostly Andres that how I think Steph Curry should be the fantasy season MVP. Um and I and I still think that I think he's one of one of the best players in the NBA. And um yeah, I think uh, I think he was super super special. He's amazing in threes his field goal percentage was out of this world for a three-point shooter for someone who shoots um who makes 5.4 threes a game his field goal percentage is 48 percent or 48.7 so close to 49 like that's insane yeah. his three-point percentage is 43 percent his free throw is ni- 92 um he gets you five boards five assists or just north of that uh steel he gets you steel is going to do, do like 1.2 Um, and he's averaging almost 32 points a game. So that's just insane value fantasy-wise. And also another interesting fact about Steph Curry's season is that depending on how this plays out, but he's probably going to finish the season with more threes made than twos. How insane is that? Yeah, that's... that's, Like, that's messed up. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Liam basically... Not only does he have decent, pretty good players around Steph Curry, but like having that type of caliber of player, like he didn't even need Anthony Davis to have a good season this year. He could have had Anthony Davis sit out for well, he said he sat out for like a a, big, a decent chunk, but he could have sat out for the whole season, and I think Liam would have still been probably fine. So that just goes to show how good Steph Curry was this season. But uh, yeah, that's my that's my praise for Steph Curry, and thank you, Austin, for giving it to him for virtually nothing again, like all your other players.
1: No, I didn't get him from Austin. I got him, well, from, you got him Andres. from Andres.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, on, wait though. didn't didn't you say Steph Curry? That's my former player.
1: Well, I Jay got him in the in inaugur- inaugural draft. Oh right, I, I, right. I
2: auto drafted him first overall because I uh, <laughs> I was late to the draft. I missed out on the Giannis sweet stakes because of that. But.
0: Honestly, if if yeah. you honestly kept if you kept Curry, I think you probably and you didn't do all the things you did before, and I'm sure your 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 fate fantasy would be a lot different now than it was than it would be if what you thought it would.
2: I mean, I've finished pretty well the past. Two years. This year's been a down year, but I finished second in the league last year, and I finished second in the playoff the year before that. So I haven't had bad teams. This just, this has just been a
1: rebuilding year.
0: Okay, yeah. true. Next year yeah, you'll be but-
1: back, Aust. I'll trade you a few guys and sure. uh, just send me your first round pick. We'll work <laughs> on something. And I think you'll be back. Your chefs is going to take me to the promised land.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, because so now we get now we get to the good part, Austin. Perfect. It's William Seam.
2: All right. Um, so there's a couple players I didn't like on his team, um, but the number one guy is has to be John Wall. Uh, I think I think that's a pretty easy, yeah. easy, um, easy pick out for me. I mean, he is my former player, so I I, I did like <laughs> him at one point. Uh, You're familiar again, with his similar work, to, yeah. <laughs> Similar to what I did with Daniel Russell, again, I like to look at uh, players that are in and around his value in terms of per game value. Um, and he has played almost I think almost close to half of the year because he sits at every back to back, which again is terrible for fantasy because yeah, the guy yeah. never plays a back to back. So he kills you there outside of per game value. But guys like Nas Reed, Justin Patton, Patrick Beverly, Alec Burks are, are all better than him. So that just goes; those are guys that where you would you would all obviously consider dropping from your team at any point in time and you mm. would bat an eye at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, what is Wall but even? John Wall.
2: He's he's one sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. Nice. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't help you in too many areas. Like there's not one stat where I'm like, wow, like he's he's a good overall player. Like maybe Free throw per or game, field anchor. That's not that's not very good. Um assist, I guess, six point nine is respectable. But yeah, the guy's shooting forty percent, um, averaging almost four turnovers a game. Like he's he's just not a very good fantasy player or MBA player, I think. Um at this stage of his career and again he was he was one of the best players in nba at one point but um i think his time has passed and i'd be surprised if you if you kept him next year but
0: yeah Yeah. that's
2: that's my
1: uh for sure we'll see what his health is looking like next year but yeah i agree i I don't like having him on my team not gonna share it don't like having (laughs) him can't really i don't really want to drop him like i i still do think like he could offer like he offers a lot of blocks out of the guard position, high assists. Yeah, point eight. Blocks, like, I but... still think he could be a fantasy contributor, but yeah, I need him to play more. We'll see what his health is looking like going into next season, and uh, maybe there's some interest among league members. But yeah, I, uh, once you're, you're, once, he, once I get him off my team, it'll be a weight off my shoulders.
0: You're you're gonna need a sucker like Austin to get to get the to unload John Wall. Oh,
1: I. I traded his
2: ass off my team. Yeah, was to team, team, team back. But 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 I was Austin
0: is it, Austin Austin, is it out of this world though mm-hmm. for you to offer for John Wall again, considering what you've you've given him in the past?
2: I mean, the likes of <laughs> Otto Porter and Josh Richardson are both better players than
0: John Wall. So. <laughs> and they're both and they're both and they're both ass. So that tells you something.
2: Josh Josh Richardson has had a better fantasy
0: season than John Wall, so. Yeah. But and I honestly like, okay, so my my player too was. I wish I varied it, but it was John Wall as well. Like it was a glaring, like it was glaring, like how, yeah, like con- considering how good like Liam's teammate was, very glaring, how, like how bad John Wall is. Um, so it was an like easy. Uh, I wish you could vary, but uh, yeah, for the same reasons basically what Austin said. Um, I don't like his, his field goal percentage at all, uh, especially for someone who takes like that many shots. Um, he's gets you three point five turnovers. He's playing on a bad team who. As a good player, a superstar, someone who's injured all the time, came off basically a two year injury. Um, is not gonna play that much. Like you said, Austin is back to backs, and and what we said, the be- like Liam, what, was, what my phrase is the best the best of av- uh, ability is availability. And that was not the case for John Wall at all this season. So um, yeah, I don't know if many people are gonna give a lot of stuff for John Wall next season. Maybe someone desperate, but you should definitely have
2: Dev, um, Dev will definitely take them off your hands, mm. guarantee it. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's no. definitely someone that if you can find anything, just dro- don't even hesitate to drop his ass because you you don't want that that sort of problem. And and it's similar in a way to to my problem with Victor Oladipo, but I would say Victor yep. Oladipo is a better a better fantasy player than than John Wallace.
1: Maybe <laughs> I'm not a. I love how you
2: called leader. out his field goal percentage being poor, but you're keeping the likes of D'Angelo Russell and Lou Dort on your team, and they're they're both <laughs> well, field goal and well, percentage yeah. anchors too.
0: Uh well, D'Angelo Russell kind of, but not so much. He's averaging like forty four, so it's not like the worst thing in the world. But uh, and yeah, 24, so 24. and and he's averaging like for almost 40 percent from three, so that's like really good. Gets me a lot of threes. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, that's my that's my my shit on for Liam because that's that's really bad. I'm su- honestly, I'm actually surprised you still have him. I thought you'd be a little bit more ruthless because I know some weeks you had to like start some some injured players, Liam. Um, so I thought you'd be more ruthless and just cut John Wall. I've been thinking I didn't about
1: think... it, man, but
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't think I will. I don't think I will at this point. I think. I mean, at know, this point, is no point. It's for. he comes back, you know, healthy next year, I guess that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. <laughs> all
2: right, I was all thinking right. about hoping it. I was Mary, close. But... I had my
1: finger on the on the draw button for <laughs> John Wall for sure, but I just couldn't bring myself. I to think.
0: Do it. I also think if Anthony Davis was out for a longer period of time after his injury, I think you probably would have done it. Yeah, maybe. I think he probably would have done it. But yeah, so that's our shit on player for Liam. I'm glad we agreed, Austin, because yeah, that was that was poor. Very poor on Liam's part. Um, but yeah, so now we move on to uh the man of the hour, Austin. It I think fun. I can't I can <laughs> Oh it was. Uh I wouldn't I would be lying if I said I didn't have a, a few chuckles scrolling through your team. I haven't looked at your team since like probably before the trade deadline. Because other than that, I had no need to look at your team. Um, so it was it was really fun to to look
2: back. I have some I have some great talent there though. Oh god.
0: Okay, uh, uh, Liam. You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> sleeper, let you read off talent. his I'm, I'm talent. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you read off his team for for the listeners because this yeah. is just criminal. This is just criminal. <laughs> we
1: have
0: what we have on his team.
1: Yeah. Starting point got slot right now is open. Um so no play. <laughs> <go. laughs> I guess these holding uh yeah, squad tryouts for that spot. I don't, <laughs> have, enough, I don't have
2: enough point guards on my roster to fill that.
1: <laughs> yeah, competition fierce. He's got Deontay Murray, Kira Lewis, Patrick Williams, Darius Daisley, Jaden McDaniels, Wendell Carter, Moses Brown, Lori Markinen, Jonas Valanciunas, Sadiq Bey, Chumo Kiki, Goga Batadze. Nicholas Claxton, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and Alexei Pokusevsky. And I think most of our listeners, if they're not a real hardcore follower of NBA fantasy, <laughs> you're staying on many of those saying, who the hell is that?
0: Yeah, and 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 just, just to guys reiterate, Liam did describe a basketball roster there. He did list off actual basketball players' names in, in that in that list he provided. Just so you guys know. Um so yeah, Liam, I'll let you I'll let you get the first crack. Uh I mean I know it was probably hard to find, but give me something good about about Austin's team here.
1: Okay, so, like, Austin, actually, I, like, I'm like i going to, this is going to sound weird to start out, but I kind of like what you're doing. Like, I do see, like, you've obviously given up on the year, and you're kind of yeah. really focusing on, like, players that you think could be in, you know, spots where they generate fantasy value next season, if a couple things yeah, that go your my, way. that was my strategy. Obviously. I'm yeah. sorry I, I was out of it. Yeah. So I do, like, a lot of these guys, I do see future fantasy value. So I like that. Um, But, I mean, the guy I'm going to pick on, the couple of guys that I'm going to pick on are both on the same team. And one of my former Wait, do do, do I not get a praise first?
2: Oh. Just go straight (laughs) to the shit out. I forgot we were starting to praise. Do I have nobody worthy of praise? I just go (laughs) straight
0: to the praise. That was actually
2: hilarious.
1: No, you do. um, (laughs) (laughs) If you're really forcing me to do it, uh, no, I like obviously like Deontay Murray and Jonas Valanciunas. Those are the guys that I wanted to maybe snag from you this season, but uh, it almost felt too bad taking your only two gems that you have left. Uh, we couldn't get anything worked out, but um, Valanciunas has been an absolute monster this year for fantasy. He's, he's, a, he's a class, class player. Um, Deontay Murray, love his fantasy game, defense uh, efficient player um, assists, rebounds, like he's, uh, he he pads the stats in in multiple categories. Um, but I guess maybe a lesser known one. I do, I do really like the upside. Like a lot of these guys upside. I love us Pocky I like Goga, Batadze I like the upside if he ever gets playing time. Um, but I I like Jaden McDaniels. I think, uh, for Minnesota, they don't really have like a, a power forward of the future. I think he could be it. I've heard, uh, I've heard him be compared to to Jonathan Isaac before, maybe like uh, in mm-hmm. terms of yeah. statistical profile. That's who, I, that's who I see in him for sure. Yeah, He's I like his, I like his yeah. game a lot, and I love
0: Jonathan yeah, Isaac. That, that was that was actually going to be uh, Liam. You stole my. That actually my deep cut. Oh, yeah, for uh, for Austin's team. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I if like, it like turns out him. anything like Jonathan Isaac, you you you've got a gem there. So I like uh, I like McDaniel's as my as my hidden gem on Austin's team of nice. nice. yeah fans, to Be honest, but I'm sure most of these guys won't turn out.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, no, that's actually fact. So like, uh, like all the, you have a lot of players that like young players at potentials. You have a lot of like, so in, in fan tracks, it has an R next to the player's name if they're rookies. Yeah. Austin has a lot of those. Um, but like a lot of these, like re- realistically, they're not going to pan out by next season. Like they could in the future, but you're going to have to, like we play an eight man keeper. So this is our eight man keeper rosters. Um. So he's gonna have to keep you to these players. Yeah, you're gonna and, have to
1: be bad for a lot of years if you're like yeah. On, I don't know, like yeah. Goga or Paukyshevsky even, or you know Alexander Walker or Lewis. Like that's, yeah, like, that's like even 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 you're gonna have to be a patient man. Like oh, even even yeah, like even uh. Next
0: year. <laughs> like even uh, even even Jaden McDaniel's, I would say, is like maybe like one or like two years away, two or three years away from being maybe the player yeah, that we hope still, him to be. Still
2: really, raw. So, still really
0: So so like yeah like so. What what your dilemma is, Austin, right? Is like, do you want to go – like, do you want to at least – are you going to be patient and wait for that? Like, how about if he has a down year next year and you like someone else? Like, there's always new players coming in, a lot of rookies. So,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it puts you in a tough spot. I mean, I mean, you're not trying to win anytime soon, so I get it. But, yeah, and, and to the listeners, let's be clear. When me and Liam give players we like about and team, this is not someone that you would be rostering on your team. We're just doing it because it's compared to the rest of his team. If
1: you're in so, a deep uh, dynasty league, roster all these guys, I think. But uh, if you're yeah. in a if yeah. you're in the finals week of your non-keeper league, yeah, you don't want any of these players really.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I would say, the only players you want players you want are probably like Dejounte Murray on your team or Jonas Valanciunas. That's it. Um, for this week, the rest, yeah. For this week, yeah. Um. So I think I gave I really like Dejounte Murray. You actually stole him from from Rapsky when you traded him. I did not know he was on the market at all, so I was super cheese at Rapsky. I didn't talk to him for like a week. Um, that he didn't tell me <laughs> that he was on the market. So I was super jealous um, about that one. Um, but yeah, so I give a love to Dejounte, De- Dejounte Murray. Um, I was going to do my deep cut with, with Jaden McDaniels. Um, I had him on my team, I think, for one week. But then because he obviously, you have to be patient with him, I didn't have the patience because I was trying to win some games. So I tossed him to the to waiver. I like Pocky um as a rookie. I like Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Yeah, he was actually really hot. for uh, There was a period of like... What was it like like nine or ten games where he was like averaging like yeah. double double?
2: Uh, Bledsoe were out. Um he yeah. was getting lots of time. Him and him and Kyra Lewis were kind of alternating games where they were on fire. And
0: then yeah. he just
2: got hurt. He's been he hasn't played since like April fourth. So he's he's been out a long time. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why the Pelicans have kind of um tapered off because he's he's a huge part of their bench, so uh, yeah, I think I think he's a key cog for them going forward for sure. Yeah,
0: so so I, I, I rate Nikhil Alexander Walker probably if that was that's probably another I guess deep cut um, instead of Jay McDaniels because Liam stole him for me, but uh, and he's Canadian. Yeah, And he's uh Shea Gilgis Alexander's cousin. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun fact, but uh, yeah, so I, I like that second year guard coming into his own. Little bit crowded uh, backcourt in uh, New Orleans, but. Um, honestly, I don't really Lonzo rate
2: Bledsoe.
0: I don't rate Bledsoe at all. And really, I think he's had a really poor season this year. And Lonzo is, is a, he's improved a lot, but there's a lot of trade talks before the trade deadline. So they're not, I don't think they're he's sold. A, he's a free agent on. this year, is he not? Uh, I, th- I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, I have to check I'm that. I'm not sure he's a free agent. Yeah. So there was a lot of trade talks. So it's obviously evident that Lonzo was betting on himself and he and he wants more money. So I don't even think he's going to be there next season. We'll see. What happens but if that happens I think you're set with with a uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker you, you pick one of them you, I don't honestly, you don't keep both do you
2: no no I'm gonna no, see how that, one. I yeah. can probably keep 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 no one um I'm just gonna see how that backcourt plays out I wouldn't be surprised if they move on to the blood So as well either yeah um, so I'm just I'm gonna, gonna see right. how that, that's, that's, right. a, that's what a lot of these players are I just want to go get the time there. I just want to see how um, whether I think the pacers are gonna move move on from Miles Turner and maybe, maybe give him a look next year. So that that's that's just what I was trying to do here is get players that I think might might be getting looks in the offseason or players that have potential and kind of see see where the where the chips fall.
0: Fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You have nothing to lose. Like we can't even make fun of you because you're acknowledging your situation, but it just it just frustrates me because you put yourself in this situation. This is a perfect situation where you didn't you could have not been in. And it's also important to note that, as bad as Austin's team actually is, he does not have his first round draft pick this year. It actually belongs <laughs> to Liam. So,
1: so the rich get richer, baby. Yeah,
0: honestly. So, that, that's a very frustrating part about all this um, is that he doesn't even have his first round draft pick because he traded it for Otto Porter Jr. and um, Josh Richardson. Richardson. Or, Josh
2: Richardson. Yeah, Josh.
0: So, that just makes it even worse. So that, I think that's what's frustrating about it, is that I think Austin po- poisoned his mind thinking that he actually could have a playoff run because he over way overperformed last season, and he, he had that thought in his mind that he could continue. Am I wrong, Austin, or am I right about that?
2: No, I, I admitted it when we were talking about the, the Toronto Raptors. I, I yeah. learned my lessons from them, and I, I cut my losses. I traded the likes, traded the likes of Gordon Hayward, cut, cut uh, Mason Plumlee, who was, who was a beast for me, um cut lots of guys like that for for the likes of
0: upside so yeah fair. all right so yeah i think we that covered basically our our segment for uh shit on and praise i guess we'll call it that for now um but uh yeah i think we'll move on to something more a little bit more i wouldn't even say lighthearted probably heavier actually because we're probably a lot of arguing but i did want to touch on a little bit Lou Dort but before i wanted to give some shouts to some uh fantasy pickups you can do this week Liam or Austin I don't know if you had any but I'm just going to list some players on, off that are kind of hot yeah yeah so just let's just lift them off because I think we're running out of time soon we do have that loop sure. door conversation we want to talk about um so we'll do so the mine was we talked about Mo Bamba he's been super hot this um the past couple of weeks because um Wendell Carter's been out so he's basically getting a lot of minutes for Orlando so keep an eye on that gets you basically everything uh rebounds blocks steals and he gets points. points. He's getting points. So that's one. Um, also, Liam touched upon it as well. Uh, it's Kenyon Martin Jr., um, who I picked up. So those both of my pickups and Composo as well. I think Compazzo's starting because Jamal Murray's out and Denver's going to be playing some meaningful games this week. So I would definitely look out for those players. And yeah, um, if, you, if they have them out there, I'm not sure what they are percentage-wise on Yahoo or ESPN, but I imagine it's below 50%. Yeah. So if you need a win this week... Yeah, if you need a win this week, um, that's a good show. So you guys pick him up. Uh, Austin, what are your what are your players quickly?
2: So I had I had all the guys you had. Um one of the guys on my team, Darius Paisley, he's been killing it since coming back from injury. He's pretty inefficient scorer, shoots a lot, uh, shoots around forty percent, but does a lot in other categories. Another another Oklahoma City Thunder guy who's getting tons of minutes, Moses Brown, if Mo Bomb is gone. Um he'll get you a ton of boards, get you defensive stats um again anyone on the magic Bamba, cole anthony rj hampton all killing it um and finally uh, Terrence davis on the kings uh he's mm-hmm. been absolutely right. killing it. he's getting around yeah, 30 minutes of, 30 minutes a game 20 points um i like to see x Raptors succeed um so yeah he's he's been killing it so i think yeah, he I could, he could potentially win you a league yeah he's a good player mm-hmm. if only he didn't beat his girlfriend but he's yeah he could yeah, stay in, in trouble off the court but yeah, um, I think he's a solid player, and I think he'll he'll be good for a
1: long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, okay, Liam, go ahead. Oh, quickly, you're
1: yeah, if we haven't I, covered uh, them already. Yeah, you guys mentioned some good ones, and I just want to make like like for especially if this last week, if you're trying to win a fantasy championship, like you gotta really kind of dig deep. There's gonna be some players that have not played all season, especially on mm-hmm. the bad teams like the Rockets, you know, maybe some Timberwolves, OKC. some Kings, OKC guys that are going to be stepping up and playing big minutes, especially in the last couple games. So just keep an eye on that. Keep a close eye on the injury report because lots of players are going to be missing time. So you could be getting guys that are thrown into, you know, like 40 minutes a night, like a, that's a, a G league player. Like uh, who's the guy in the Raptors there? You mentioned him earlier in the show, Lost. Paul, uh, Paul Watson, Jr. Paul, Paul Watson. Yeah. Guys like that. Like you're going to see some big performances though. Um, What I, some guys that I've kind of streamed in and out recently, Dwight Powell with uh, Porzingis and Kleber being out for the Mavericks. He's been putting up good numbers. I've got Toscano Anderson right now, who's been playing some good, some good minutes. He contributes in a lot of, a lot of fantasy categories for the Golden State Warriors. who have got games that mean something. So like he, he won't be getting a rest or anything. Um, And, uh, oh, and DeLon Wright, I was going to say he's probably owned in more leagues, but the Kings and this is a point for Terrence Davis too. The Kings coach has said uh like they might not even bring Darren Fox back. So with him out, obviously that's a lot of a lot more minutes for for Wright as a as a point guard who brings a lot, a lot of defensive stats in fantasy. Um and then Davis as well was uh, was one that I had for uh um for that as well since since they'll be getting um they'll be getting more playing time. So yeah, I don't know. Keep keep checking every day, guys, if you're looking for pickups to win and, you know, see who's in, who's out. And um, yeah, don't good just check. look at, like, players' performances over the course of the season. You really got to look at, like, within the last week, within the last game sometimes to see where players are yeah. trending.
0: Yeah, look for injuries. And uh, as well, I think there's three teams this week that do play five games. Um, I think some of them play, this, like, today. But I believe Indiana is one of them, and I can't remember the other two. So maybe look there as well if you have... Uh, maybe limited amount of pickups, and you want just players to play games. Look for those three teams that that do have those five those five games being yeah. played this week. Um, uh, so that's important. Make sure. no.
1: that's a great point, Dan. But with those five games, you got to make sure they're guys that are going to play in all those five games, or else they're for no sure. Point, yeah,
0: right? for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. So yeah, there's some some fantasy out for you guys if you reach this point in the pod but we will get into the juicy stuff now and that is a conversation of Lugens dort lugins lugins <laughs> dort Lou dort uh my boy uh been a day been a day oneer and I like these haters here so i don't know how do we start this basically i've been getting shit on for saying how Lou dort is going to be a good player in the nba in the coming seasons but this was a majority fantasy-wise, right? a like, fantasy wise right like i'm assuming you guys yeah i'm assuming you guys are not saying an actual like playing wise in the nba but we're talking mostly Strictly fantasy, even though sometimes it was outside fantasy, but we won't talk about that. But we're strictly talking today about fantasy. So I don't know. I'll let you, one of you guys, start off make your case. You guys obviously very against new Dort.
2: I can kick it off, Liam. Um, yeah, go on. I'll, and then you can kind of chime in. I'll, 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 I'll tag you in after my, uh, after my beating. Um, so you can, finish <laughs> off, Dan. um, all right, all right. So I just, I just don't see, um, what you see in him I again keeping in mind we we have eight eight keepers um and Dan's planning on keeping Legren's door I just don't see what <laughs> what more opportunity he's gonna get than he had this year he's averaging 30 minutes a game the guy's taking probably close to like 15 shots like if you, if you look at some of the stat lines he's he's put up some big numbers these past couple of weeks no doubt but the guy's been taking like, I think one game he took like thirty-five shots. Like when when I don't even think he's taken thirty-five shots in his career. Probably when he's playing in like Montreal, I don't think he would even taken thirty-five shots. That like the guy just hucks shots and they they just seem to go in sometimes. Like he's a terrible shooter. He's never been a good shooter anywhere he's gone in his career. Like look at his numbers in college at Arizona State. Like he's never been a good shooter. He's he's a, I will admit he's a good on-ball defender, but that hasn't translated to fantasy yet. Um he's a, he's even, a great outside that, even outside of that, I don't see what he gives you where he's a plus fantasy-wise. Like just looking at his Zed scores, like he's a he's a, a 0.39 and three three-pointer. So, and that I think that's just coming from sheer volume. Like he's not a good three-point shooter. Um, and everything else is in the red. So um he doesn't rebound it well, he doesn't pass it well. Uh he's not a good shooter, like I said. He's not a good, not an above-average free throw shooter. Um, and I just, I just, I, I think he's a good NBA player. Like he's definitely has value on a lot of teams, but I don't think he's going to be averaging 30 points a game or 30 minutes a game next season. Um, I think OKC is going to draft someone in that shooting guard, small forward role or, um, bump up the guys, like of like tail Maladon, Silk Sh- so shea Gildas Alexander is going to play a lot more. Um, they have a ton of cap space that could bring in a vet veteran playing in that spot um and and another big thing is they, they don't they don't owe a lot to him like he was undrafted they signed him to, i think he makes like 1.5 million a year um so, so they, i prior- think they
0: did they just sign him to extension though could be they signed there.
2: him to a four-year deal but he's only making yeah. like 1.5 million a, a year so they're not they're going to prioritize the development of guys that they spent high draft the capital on like darius Baisley, Tail maladon Shay just Alexander. I mean, he's already developed and good, but even Pockushevsky, for example, like they're gonna want to see what they have in those guys
1: um, mm-hmm.
2: before, that they've invested a lot in over him. So, I just I just don't like where his game's at right now. I don't see where he progresses in the future to the point where he's a keeper an eight an eight person keeper. Um, and again, I don't think he's gonna get any more opportunity to prove himself than he did this year, and I don't think he did a very good job at doing it. So. Um, that's that's my point. I don't know if you have anything else to add, Liam, and
1: then we can uh, give it to Dan to rebut. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just. Oh, I'll, like,
0: I'll I'll rebut all right. I'll rebut.
1: Dan's so high on this guy, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what's he getting better in? Really, like you kind of said it, Austin. Like he, uh, <laughs> like I, I think like he's in on one of the worst teams, maybe in well, maybe not NBA history. Might be pushing it, but like, there's no talent around him. Like this is his utmost opportunity to be a fantasy contributor. I understand he's young, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's, like, going to develop a ton of plus fantasy, um, you know, competency competencies or skills just because, He's you not know, even, like, that young 26. by NBA standards, though. Yeah, he's no, he's, like, 22, 22. Like wouldn't have been around a couple yeah. of years. So I mean, he's still pretty
0: young. Like, I don't, I I don't, see, a see, him, I don't see
1: him getting in a, in a better fantasy situation than he currently is. No, exactly. And that's basically all I've got. I wouldn't got even to
2: keep him. the points. I wouldn't even keep them. I wouldn't
0: even keep uh, him. bro. So that's, that's cap. cap. Okay, <laughs> how can you say that? Okay, yeah, <laughs> Leo, at least, uh, okay, yeah. That is, that is hundred percent. You don't even have four players that you can keep that are good. The rest would all I'm be keep, like. I'm goals. keeping Darius Basie over
2: him all day. Oh my god.
0: All day. Oh my god. All right. Anyway, so this is my my rebuttal on and my pushback on where you guys all the slander on Lou Dort, the absolute slander. Okay, so. This is my this is my angle that I'm going to. I'm not saying he's gonna be a great or good or good fantasy player next season. I'm saying he's gonna be someone with really good potential that could pay off in like two years, three years. And having an, an eighth spot, for example, to keep him in an eight man keeper, which usually the eighth spot is gonna be garbage anyways. It's never like unless your team is absolutely stacked, the eighth spot's usually somewhere you're gonna be dropping eventually and maybe replacing with a rookie or someone very promising player or someone else that's serviceable for you. Right. So that's my mindset. I'm not saying like, I'm not keeping him as my fourth keeper, my third keeper. Like I'm not thinking he's going to be this absolute stud in the coming years, but he definitely has a potential to, to, to become that. Um, so, and when I mean coming years, I mean like the next year, but he's definitely has something potential to become that in the, in the next few years. And just to give you like some examples of his like improvement, like, he only played 36 games because um, he got signed. Uh, he got undrafted and got signed by OKC in 2019. Um, he was averaging just like seven points a game, 2.3 rebounds. Um, his free throw percentage was around like close to 80, 79 right now. It was at 79. His three point percentage was not very good. It was 29%. And his field goal percentage was around 39, which is around what it is now as well. But like the sheer volume, like you said, of shots that he did take, gone a lot higher. So that's why he's at 14. But with around similar field goal percentage, but just the opportunity to be able to drive to the basket and have more opportunity to shoot and feel the game, I think is very important. Because I did, I'm assuming you guys watched some games too. I'm not saying you guys didn't, but oh, for sure, some, but, so, some yeah. of the games I watched, he looked like some of the buckets he was getting were tough. And like, there's not oh, buckets that a lot of players. Yeah,
1: I like him as an actual player. Like he's strong. Yeah, but 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 bad. that's what
0: and that's what I, that's what I'm alluding to is like I don't think he's going to be a fantasy amazing fantasy player now or in the next year, but I think he will be. He can become something like that. And that's why like where my faith is coming from because I watch some of these games, I see what he's been what he's been putting up and his improvement from last season. Um, he's shooting around he's shooting like six percent better from three this season. And if you have around like a 37%, he's right now he's 34.3. If you have around like a 36, 37 three point, I think that's respectable enough to be able to have defenders guard you closely in the line. Like I don't I don't I'm not saying he's ever gonna be like a Steph Curry or anything like that, but 36, 37 is pretty good. right now he's at 34 bump it up another one or two percent he bumped it up six percent five percent from the year before so it's definitely doable he's been improving he's like you said he was a ball stopper against James Harden in the bubble so like not only is he that could translate fantasy wise but the fact that he's a ball stopper and he could guard and pick up one of your best guards on the other team means he provides value for your team which means that he's not going to be I don't think he will be replaced by what you guys said they're going to draft a guard in that position or draft uh, or pick up or sign someone to replace them. Like, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they have full faith in, in Dort. Uh, I'm not, not going to go out to the belt to say he's going to be like Shea Gilgis, but I think they have full faith in him, and I think they're going to give him way more leeway next season to, to become the player he can be, and in that will become potential fantasy value. So I think, like you guys said, I think there's a lot of players, there's a lot of wings, a lot of bigs that are in the draft where the Thunder could be drafted. They have no bigs at all. like What basically Moses Brown? So
2: if you think you have,
0: (laughs) so that's what I'm saying. Like they have so much, they have so much other positions that they can fill. And if you have someone just that solid, that valuable in terms of defensive end and who's growing as a player, I think that potential is what I'm excited about and why I'm saying that, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep blue door to my A spot. Like I've, I've kept way worse players in my A spot before. And I know Liam has, I know definitely you have Austin. And so like, (laughs) so like, I mean, like, why not give it a shout? You know, I okay, know. For fact,
1: I don't like doing that. I don't want to be keeping yeah, players, yeah. but it, that's a reality <laughs> of
0: the A spot, though. That's a reality of it. Like, like it's not. No one's gonna have, like. There was only one player last year in our fantasy team that had way too many players, and that was Jason. Okay, Dabsey. but looking at your, your roster, it.
2: are you gonna are you gonna keep Dort over the likes of Oladipo or even like Isaiah Stewart? I think well, those but, guys have a lot more potential. But but, but well, Dort, those right?
0: that, that's the thing. Like for example, like. I'm 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 gonna be straight with you, and I was gonna offer Oladipo, but like I'm sick and tired of Oladipo shit in terms of injury. So like if someone I'm I was looking to to, to trade him in the offseason, probably not for a lot either, because I know what he's been through and I know what the scare is because he's missed a lot of games. But like it's players like that where like I've I've given enough for like in my fantasy team for Oladipo and been patient enough that I'm okay with shipping him to another team if you want if someone wants to buy low for him. Like I'm okay with that because I actually was patient with him. I didn't just throw him away as soon as he started getting injured so it's like players like that I know Isaiah Stewart is someone very um very promising as well and like for exa- and like Kevin Porter as well so like I'd have to I'd have to see what I have in the offseason and what happens like w- what who's being signed what the draft is like because obviously the draft's going to happen before we have the setter keepers so like the, a lot of things factor into play but I mean there's no I don't think getting someone like that in the A spot is really wrong at all especially if like the things the reasons I laid out for it
2: there i guess we're running out of time so i, I think I we're gonna i don't think we'll points, ever agree but. on
1: this but i mean i guess we'll yeah.
0: see what happens yeah yeah well we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah well, we'll let, you listeners let us know let us know what you guys do you, you guys have love for i think we i yeah. think we need uh, i think we need to tag tag leguin's Le
2: door
0: um yeah we, 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 we should, should. we
2: uh, yeah. should on the pod.
0: Yeah, we I mean, should have shut just shut these haters let up me, let,
2: let let me tell him how, how overrated he is <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding he's, he's not overrated. he's actually he's actually a good player and i actually I actually like him as a player but fantasy wise he just doesn't doesn't cut he's it gonna, for me he just he's be gonna kept get on
0: there he's gonna get there don't worry but um, yeah no so i want to just say before we cap up the pod the the pod thank you austin for joining i know you've been on us a little bit to getting you on but you're finally here and we Look forward to having you in the future when we get back, when we we'll recap the fantasy season. Um, but yeah, thank you for for coming on.
2: That was my pleasure. My pleasure, boys. Thanks, Austin. Yeah. First of many. First of many.
0: Yeah, first Absolutely. of many for sure. In the offseason, we're going to be, a do, be doing a bunch of like banter stuff and different topics because the basketball will be running thin then. And I'm sure doing a lot of draft stuff as well. So thanks again, Austin, for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we're going to start trying to do some more YouTube stuff. So maybe we'll get some of these pods, uh, recorded on video and upload them in the near future. So thank you for listening. Tune into the, our YouTube channel and our pod weekly again. Um, yeah. Thanks again, Austin for tuning in. Thanks Liam or not tuning in for coming on. Thanks Liam again, as always. Um, and yeah, we'll have a surprise guest for you guys next week. We're excited. Exciting basketball is happening this week and coming around the corner. So So, let's
1: roll into playoffs, baby. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Even without a Toronto Raptors team. I'm excited. Should be a lot of fun. But yeah. So play uh, everyone. Thank you again for listening. Uh, get on our socials. Let us know what you think. We're going to be putting a question uh, survey up and let us know if you have any questions. We'll answer them live on the pod. We never, we haven't done that. Maybe some people have some cheeky questions for us. So we appreciate the support. Thanks Austin. Again. Thanks Liam and keep safe.